Hey ladies, welcome to Yes and Amen, where we talk about growing in our faith with biblical truths, real life testimonies, and meditating on God's word. Now I'm your host, Priscilla's Pearl Dominguez. Let's get it. Hey y'all, so today's conversation is really just with me. So conversation that me, the host Priscilla's, I get to have with you all. And I'm going to say you all today, not just ladies, because I think this information and this can be applied um, to anybody and everybody. And, and really the reality is that a lot of what I create here in this podcast is for anybody and everybody um, to educate, to support, to encourage, to empower. But today particularly, um, we're going to be talking about how to start. And the reason why I'm centering around this theme of how to start something or how to start doing something, uh, and specifically in the context of how to start a business perhaps, or a nonprofit, or a community, or a project, or a product, um, is because this Saturday is Small Business Saturday. So if you didn't already know, obviously we have Thanksgiving, then we have the next day, which is Black Friday, and the next day is Small Business Saturday. Unfortunately, it's the day after uh, Black Friday, <laughs> which means people have no money left, and they're not really necessarily supporting small businesses, but I'm a big fan of small businesses. Obviously, I'm a small business owner myself, and so I'm huge about... Uh, being able to support small business owners, which is why I do my coaching program in order to support women, particularly um, in being able to launch something that they are passionate about. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today, how to start. And basically, I'm going to go through kind of my idea of what this looks like. The, The idea of how to start may sound very simple for some people or they already know how to start. If that's you, awesome, good for you. Uh, but I, I don't think that's everyone's journey. That's not everyone's story, right? Not everyone knows how to start. Um, not everyone um, feels that they have the boldness even to start. And so this is what this conversation gets to be about. Uh, really, what does starting look like? Because sometimes I think the reason why people don't start something is because they actually don't know what starting something looks like. Um, and to me, the start of anything is once God has God has put it in your heart. So that's actually the start. So really, our role is not to start. God has already started. So our role is to execute, to, to put into, make into fruition, because he himself has already started by placing the seed inside of us. So everything that you're thinking, the ideas that you have, the passions that you have, they don't come from you. They come from God, even if they've come from experiences and they come from God through those experiences. If they come from talents, they come from God. And so starting actually doesn't start with us. <laughs> it starts with God. And so the first thing I'm going to talk about is the idea of co-creating with God. So when we um, are trying to create something in the world, right, um, to serve a certain amount of group of people or or start something to, to um, walk in our prayer, purpose, we need to acknowledge and realize that we are co-creating whatever it is with God. Like I said before, it wasn't our idea. It was God's idea. He put it inside of us and he gave us each an assignment, right? And for some of us, we have several different assignments. So that's why it's important to co-create with God because then the whole weight isn't on us, right? The whole uh, idea, the whole plan isn't on us. It's something that we are doing with God and co-creating with God. Uh, A lot of us have read the scripture in in the book of Matthew where it says, come to me all who are heavy laden and I will give you rest. 
uh, and it says my burden is light up uh, sorry my yoke is easy and my burden is light and so I, I learned, I think about last year, maybe earlier this year, about a yoke. For a long time, I thought it was about eggs. Maybe some of you can relate. Um, so I didn't really get that one part about the scripture, but I loved the, the idea of that scripture. But then I learned yoke. And the idea of a yoke, specifically, let's say, in a farm, perhaps with two animals, is the purpose is that um, there there's two animals on a yoke, probably going in circles. The one of the animals has to take up 10% of the weight and the other animal has to take up 90% of the weight in order for what they're doing, perhaps what they're producing, to work, to actually um, come to its plan or come out to be what it was supposed to be. If they each put in 50% or if they put in different percentages of weight or work, it will not work. And I think that's so profound and powerful that Jesus would invite us to acknowledge and tell us that his yoke is easy. He's saying that because our role is only to carry 10% of it. It's God's role to carry 90% of it. And the reason why is because God is God, <laughs> right? So it's like, yeah, we have all our talents and our experiences and our and our belief in ourselves and all this stuff, but we're still not gods, right? God is God and he can do 90% and we can do the 10%. Um, and so that in itself shows a co-creation with God and puts a reliance on God um, in the process of starting and creating something. And I think the so thinking about that, the process of what that looks like in the very beginning is prayer, right? Praying, um, praying, asking God for clarity on your why, on your who, on your what, um, asking for God for a timeline, a clear timeline and when to start, asking God for boldness um, to start, right? To do the thing that he has called you to do, asking God for community and network, asking God for funds, asking God um, to either reveal those things to you or where you can get them and access them or to provide them for you um, just naturally. And so there's a lot of prayer that comes in, not just in the beginning of starting anything all throughout, but definitely in the beginning um, stages. And then after praying and God revealing certain truths to you, it's having a plan, creating a plan. And the thing about plans, especially this year, if we see 2020, y'all, plans don't always work out, right? But that doesn't mean we shouldn't have them. That mean, it doesn't mean we shouldn't do them. Uh, actually, next month, I'm really excited. We're going to have a special guest um, who has a, a planner company. And we're going to talk about uh, the end of the year and coming 2021 and what planning looks like, even in the middle of a pandemic, even in the middle of an uncertainty. So yes, you know, we can be flexible, but we get to still be people who have a plan, especially when we want to start something. So launching something, for example, requires a plan. It requires a social media strategy. It requires um, time management. It requires organizing ourselves in, in a to-do list and what's a priority and what's not and what companies to work with and whatnot. All of that, all of those things are plans. And so even acknowledging that we get to be flexible and our plans, all of our plans may not come to be, but we still get to be planners. We still get to co-create this with God in order to be organized people, people that want to create things that are excellent and efficient for the glory of God and for the service of his people. And then it's the idea of seeking out support. Seek out support, y'all. Uh, I know there are some people who struggle with asking for help, um, 
but you got to let go of that. <laughs> Sorry, you just got to let go of that. You got to just ask for help. You need to, um, and the thing is, you don't need to ask for help. You get to ask for help. You get to involve people in your journey, whether it's people you love and know, or people that are strangers, or people that just have supported you throughout time that perhaps you don't even know that well. But seeking out support, and that's not always financial, right? Support is also counting on certain people that would be the people that would be willing to share about your business or what you're going to start uh, via word of mouth or their social media or their network, right? But it's seeking out support however you need it. And that's a part of your plan. How will you seek out support? What will you ask people to support you with? That's planning as well. And then it's learning. Y'all, learn, learn, learn. I remember uh, when I was starting Full Collective, almost three years ago, <laughs> the way I would get so frustrated with Squarespace, with Canva, with Instagram, like all these things that I just was not familiar with in a business capacity. I was, the way my website, I was making whole pages, then they were disappearing and I didn't know where they were going, what was happening. I was so frustrated. I remember when I first started to um, create products, that was a frustrating process, but I was willing to learn. I was willing to, even if I got stuck, try it again. Even if I felt like I did a whole thing and it all deleted and disappeared and I spent six hours on it, it's okay. Try it again. But not um, acknowledging that I don't need to just get stuck in something just because it didn't go well, right? But I get to learn, learn, learn. And the reality is too is like you can you can pay people to do certain things, right? Maybe you're just like, you know what? I don't want to learn how to make a website. I'm going to pay someone to do that. Do you, boo? Go ahead, girl. I wanted to do myself. I wanted to learn how to make a website. And at this point, I absolutely love making websites. I've made our full garden website, our full collector website, and my personal PriscellisPD.com website. And I just love, love, love making websites at this point. But I find I like laugh at that now because I'm just like the way I was so basic and didn't know anything two and a half years ago on making a website. It's so funny. So I think, too, it's like it's just a space to learn something new, maybe that um, you wouldn't expect to be good at or perhaps um, you were maybe not used to or into before. Try new things, right? But learn, 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 take classes. Um, and in, in combination with that learning is invest in yourself. Um you may spend more money in the beginning than you make, right? My first business, my first coaching class uh, was $700. And it was with um, Polly Payne, my first coach with Horatio Printing. And it was well worth it. I learned so much from her. So, so, so much. Things, I didn't know anything. I felt like when I when she taught, I was like, wow, I didn't know any of this. This is crazy. How do people learn this? Where do people get this information? Like, I learned so much from her. And I hadn't been making money yet. I had just done Bible studies. I did like maybe one, um, one gathering and I made not much money. So, you know, spending $700 on a class was like, wow, but still I invested myself. And that wasn't where I ended. I kept investing. I did a, a coaching class with Glow, Gloria Tanmo. I did a coaching class with Zim. I've done different classes, um, learning, you know, marketing things that I didn't go to school for to learn those things. So I invested in myself and in my business because I knew, and maybe not necessarily to grow like followers or to grow like to be a millionaire and some people's goals is that but my my reason for investing in my business and myself and to learn was so I can reach and serve more people and so kind of recognizing what is my why for investing and learning 
once you know your why, investing and learning will be much easier. And then this is, I wouldn't say a requirement, but it's something I find really helpful in my journey of growing businesses and growing community is supporting other people and shouting out other people. If you follow our Yas and Amen podcast Instagram, you see that we do Sunday spotlights for other podcasts that we love. If you follow our We Are Full Instagram page, you'll see that we've highlighted other businesses, other people, other women. I do the same thing on my personal page. And I think that's such an important thing because when we make our our business just about ours, then we're 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 acting as if no one else is doing good work. <laughs> we're acting as if no one else is doing um you know work that serves other people. And sometimes it can be work that's just as similar as to yours. But in realizing that it's not competitors, it's people in your same arena that they're serving their people and you're serving your people. But you get to support one another. You don't need to be competitors. Um, and and maybe not everyone will agree with that. I'm sure there's plenty of business coaches will, that will say the opposite. But this is my experience from a faith-based biblical standpoint that I get to humble myself and involve other people in the journey and support other people that I believe in the work that they're doing. Um, even if it's similar to mine and even in if in the business world it seemed like they should be my competitor. Um, I don't see that. I don't see, you know, competitors because once you start seeing competitors, then jealousy builds up, then comparison builds up. And that's that's just a plummeting point for your business. So even having the character of supporting others in your business, I think is a really great start. And to do it when you start. That's why I'm mentioning it now as a thing to do it as soon as you start. And then finally, uh, well, our last two is actually putting it in God's hands. The The reality is I think we have goals, right? And we have these ideas and these dreams of the things that we want to create and do in this world and our calling, but we also have to put it in God's hands. He is trustworthy, right? I, I love how the Bible often talks about God's right hand, how, how everything he has held in his right hand, that we can trust him and he's holding us in his right hand. And so imagining that you're literally giving over this to God, closing your eyes and imagining Jesus has his hands open and you're handing over this business, you're handing over this idea, you're handing over the finances and you're handing over anything, everything and saying, God, I trust you with this. I know you're doing good with this. You will do good with this. I'm going to co-create this with you which means I will not try to hold it tightly but I will hold it loosely so you can hold on to it as well. And so that's a posture that we get to have in order to really co-create this with God. And then finally, it's your why. And I'm sure I'm not the first (laughs) that you'll hear to say this, but knowing your why, uh, memorizing your why, focusing on your why is so important. On the hardest of days, y'all, being an entrepreneur is no joke. And on the hardest of days, your why is what's going to help you out. Your why is what's going to bring you back to life. Your why is what's going to give you energy. Your why is what's going to help you not stop and continue once you have started. And so to wrap up, the things that I shared are how to start, right? Acknowledging that You're not the one that's starting. God already started within you by placing the seed in you. You're just taking what he gave you to execute and create and and make it into fruition. And then you begin by praying. Pray, 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 pray all that you can. Have a plan. Be flexible, but have a plan. Create goals and have a plan. Seek out support. However that may look for you, but seek out support in different ways. 
Learn, learn, learn. Learn all you can. Invest in yourself. And in the combination of learning and investing yourself, acknowledge your why for learning and investing yourself in order for that to be an easier thing to do. Support others. Put it in God's hands and hone in on your why. Memorize that why. Y'all, I hope that this helped in some way. Um, I know that it can be hard and it can be challenging and maybe you're seeing other people doing the idea that you had, but it's you. You were made to do what you were made to do and you're going to reach the people that God has sent for you. And there are people waiting desperately for you to start. There are people waiting desperately to be served by you, by your product, by your service, by what you offer, by what you teach, by whatever it is that you do. There are people waiting for you to start. And so here's the time. We're about to get close to a new year. Maybe you want to make some new goals and um, get some coaching in, get some learning, um, get some support. But whatever you do, start. God is with you. He is co-creating this with you. It will not fail if it is his idea and if you place it in his hands. And so trusting him in this process of creating. And I, I would really invite you to support small businesses, not just this Saturday, but this Friday. On Friday, um, there's all, small businesses are also having sales for Black Friday. So I would invite you to support small businesses, not just this Friday, this Saturday, but all throughout December as you're buying gifts for your loved ones. Um, considering especially this year, a pandemic, that this year hit hard. And, and yes, it hit hard for big corporations, for sure. But small businesses are often, you know, families are often people that this is their only income or this is an additional income that really helps them pay their students student loans, pay for, their, uh, pay for their, their children's clothing and food. And so just really noticing that you get to be perhaps uh, approaching Christmas and this holiday season of purchasing and generosity a little differently. And maybe there's businesses that you just not are interested in their product or anything like that. Maybe you just donate something to them. Maybe you just pay purchase something and you email them and say, Hey, I actually, um, I don't need this item, but I actually just wanted to sew into your business, whatever generosity gets to look like for you in this season. But realizing that it has been a difficult year, obviously for everyone, probably for you too. Um, but we do get to be generous people and we get to do it with local, um, and small businesses alike. And so, yeah, I pray this time bless you y'all. If you don't already know, I am a business coach. I um, coach women, specifically women, specifically faith-filled women who want to start a business, a community, a project, or just are interested in exploring something about themselves and purpose, um, whether that's one session or eight sessions. Um, we can do it all. And so, yeah, I would love to walk alongside you and learn more about your dreams and desires and what uh, seeds God has planted inside of you. So you can check that more information out about that at PriscellisPD.com. It'll be in the episode notes. But again, it's PriscellisPD.com. I pray this information bless you, y'all. Make sure you share it for friends or people that you know that are um, just experiencing struggle or stuck on how to start. You can start right now. God has already started with you with the seed. He's just... Um, I'm looking for you to water it right now. Have a great holiday and holiday season. Stay blessed. And I'm grateful for your generous, generous heart. Hey ladies, I hope that conversation blessed you and you're able to apply a few things that you learned into your everyday life. God is with you and we're so excited that you get to continue to grow in your faith. Make sure you check out other episodes if you haven't already. 
and be sure to hit that subscribe button leave us a rate and review and make sure to follow us on instagram at yes and amen podcast see you next time